Hello, and, again, welcome to the Aperture Science Computer Aided Enrichment Center. We hope your brief detention in the relaxation vault has been a pleasant one. Two True Freaks presents Hope of All Trades, hosted by Hope Mullinax, a podcast by a girl unheard of! If it isn't that hairless heartbeat, if it isn't Skywalker's filthy, obnoxious little pet. Where am I? Where go? I'm well spotted. It's a girl? Oh yeah, you're right about that. She can violate my rights if... Hey! Make this, and you die a legend. Can I pee first? I'm really glad that worked. Those would have been terrible last words. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Hope of All Trades. I, you know, sort of took a mini hiatus there. Um, I, I haven't updated in a few weeks because last weekend I closed, um... Not personally myself. I did it all by myself. I closed the show Rent. I was stage managing it at the time. It just pretty much consumed my entire existence. Uh, it was a really tough show, but it was really fun. And it was really, really rewarding to be able to say, Hey, I did Rent, especially this early in my career. Because even though it's open for other theaters to do... No undergraduate colleges want to do the show because it's so big and it's so huge and it's so well-known and it's so complex that we took on a huge challenge and it was really rewarding and it was a really fun process. So that's why I haven't updated recently. I just haven't had the time or the energy to put into it. So now I should be back on a fairly regular schedule again and this will be my... Dragon Con episode where I talk about Dragon Con! But, I'm going to talk about a few other things before we get to Dragon Con. And I will talk about each day of Dragon Con as we go. So, the first thing I want to do is, I sort of talked to Chris about it. I haven't talked to Scott or Mike. So, Scott and Mike, hey, guess what? This is an idea I have. And Chris said it's okay, so blame Chris. But, um, if you've heard the Hatalia episode... Um, you know that me and Megan are really big role players, and we're really into Italia, so we were talking about maybe doing sort of a radio show-like thing, where we take our games and our roleplay games, and we pretty much do a radio show of Italia, and so, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And, um, I've been talking to another Hatalia podcast that just started up on the Live Journal groups called Podtalia. They're probably gonna be our sister podcast, but we're really lucky to have two true freaks be the one who wants to, you know, put us on. So we'll see how that goes. And then the other announcement I have, before I launch into DragonCon, is the Whomping Willows, uh, who, which I think was on my last podcast as one of the songs I played. They're about to go on tour. They are going to be going on tour from October 14th to November 12th, and the tour is called uh, This Star Won't Go Out, a tour for Esther. And um, Esther was uh, a 16-year-old girl, and she was a huge Wizard Rock fan. She was a very prominent figure in the Harry Potter Alliance. She was a huge nerd fighter. She helped raise so much money for helping Heidi Hill, and she really put in a lot of effort um, in the Chase Freedom contest that the Harry Potter Alliance was in, and she helped the Harry Potter Alliance pretty much win a huge cash prize, which was so essential, and we really needed it. But um, she's 16 years old, and she lost her battle with cancer a little over a month or two ago. And her parents are just having trouble paying for her medical fees, and she was just an awesome, awesome girl. I mean, you could just type up 
Esther, Harry Potter Alliance, and you could just read obituaries and find YouTube videos in her own YouTube channel. And she's just, I, I, you need to do it. She's so inspirational, especially if you can find her YouTube channel, because this young girl was just so brave and so inspiring to watch, just like with her air tubes, and she's just talking about how awesome life is when she's pretty much dying on the screen in front of you, and I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. Um, so, The Whomping Willows is touring with Justin Finch-Fletchley and uh, Lauren Fairweather, uh, Fairweather of the um, Moaning Myrtles, and they're ra pretty much raising money to help her parents pay off the medical bills. And so, they're touring all over the country. Um, I'm just going to gaze through some of these. Jersey, Sapple Hill, uh, North Carolina, Virginia, Florida, Tennessee, Arizona... Uh, Kansas, Colorado, like, they're going to go out west, uh, Las Vegas, California, so they're going all over the country, um, and if you really like the music you heard last time, and you're just really wanting to have a really good time, and it's for a really good cause, um, you should go out and see them. If you go to thewampingwillows.com, uh, make sure you have the the in front of it. So thewampingwillows.com. Um, you can go to tours and see all of it. Um, a lot of the shows are free. Some of them you might have to pay a small fee, like maybe $11, $10, $8. Something just ridiculously cheap for seeing, like, four bands. And, like, during their tour, like, other bands will be joining them. Like, I know when they go to Chapel Hill, the Blubbering Humdingers are going to be there. And you need to see them, because they're so funny. Oh my god, I got myself worked up, I'm sorry. It's it's still a little sensitive, like, I, I didn't know Esther personally, but when you interact with someone that much on the internet, you just kind of get to know them, and, and she's just so awesome. So, I'm sorry, I, I worked myself up a little bit for a second there. Um, yeah. Okay, so, moving on to happier things. Let's talk about Dragon Con. So, I wasn't able to go to Dragon Con Friday night because, well, I, I got there Friday night, but I had a rehearsal, so I didn't actually leave Carrollton till 10, and I didn't get there till like midnight, 12.30, so I wasn't able to get my pass, so I pretty much went, and went to bed. Um, I, I took a few videos of just wandering around outside and looking at costumes, but... You know, after your 7th or 8th Dragon Con, the costumes just kind of blur together, and unless you see something that's, like, super really cool and original, you're just like, oh, costumes. So I, I didn't take much interest in that. So Saturday I woke up, and Saturday morning, if you pre-register, is the day to go. Because I was talking to all of my friends, and they were telling me, that they, on Friday, when they picked up their pre-registration, they were in line for three to four hours. And when I went to go get my pre-register on Saturday morning, I waited in line longer to get coffee than I did for to get my pass. Like, I only waited in line. I, I pretty much was in and out in about ten minutes. I didn't do too many panels. See, I, I go to Dragon Con for the panels. It's not every day I can sit down with people and talk about really nerdy, geeky things on an intellectual, like, level, and really enjoy it. And Dragon Con's about the only time I get to just listen to debates about nerdy stuff. I, I wasn't, there wasn't any really good panels I wanted to go to. Um, in fact, I only, on Saturday, I went to, I think, two? And then Sunday, I packed full. I went to, like, eight panels, man. And I, I was going to talk about a little bit about them. But, um, on Saturday, I went to the Funimation panel, and this was Funimation's first year at Dragon Con, um, they, they wanted to kind of scope it out, and the very first Funimation panel was sort of, you, you know, low-key, there wasn't a lot of people there, and then every Funimation panel I went to after that, which just was packed with more and more people, and there were even more people, and oh my god, it just grew into this, like, mecca of stuff. And, uh, Funimation, if you do not know, is one of the leading anime companies, uh, in the U.S. And I want to actually apply there soon. Funimation. Um, hi, my name is Hope. I've been an anime fan since 6th grade. 
and I'm 23 now, and I love anime, especially Hitalia, which is my new favorite, if you haven't caught on, and you should hire me because I'm a really hard worker, and, and I love, I love anime, and I'll pretty much do whatever you tell me, so yeah, that's why you should hire me. Anyway, I went to, uh, it, it was just pretty much like introducing it, like this is what we are, this is what we do, so it, it was a nice intro panel to kind of get you into it. They pretty much played the season one Hitalia tra trailer, which, no, they played season two because I was the only person in the room who knew the title of Sweet Summer Day. I won a lot of stuff at every Funimation panel I went to. I won something, and it was awesome. I, let's see, I'm going to grab my bag. And this was the big day for shopping. I shopped my ass off this day. I'm sorry, you're hearing the plastic baggie that is holding my DVDs. Let's see. I won... Because I only went to, I think, two anime panels? Yeah. I only went to two Funimation panels. And I won, um, D-Gray Man, which I've never seen before, but it sounds interesting. Which is, uh, darkness is moving in. A young exorcist Alan Walker is humanity's greatest hope against the wicked forces conspiring to bring civilization to its knees. Akuma, cruel spirits born of tragedy and lost souls, lurking in every shadow, willing and eager to do the biting of their leaders, the dread millennium arrow. With an eye cursed to see evil in its truest form, blessed with an... And, 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 anyway, he's like, kill the stuff. Um, and I got the complete first season, and I, that was one thing I won. And the other thing I won in the other Funimation panel, which was uh, Nabari which is the complete series part one. It's pretty much about, well, how they described it was ninja for girls. It's just a bunch of pretty boys running around as ninjas. So it's, uh, hey, I'm all up for pretty boy ninjas. So yeah, I'm super excited about that. So I won stuff because I apparently listen well because all their questions was about like, what did we just talk about in the last hour? Raise your hand, win shit. It was really easy. And then I shopped a lot, but I'll tell you about that later. So yeah, the first Funimation panel was pretty fun. And then I went to Mike Bailey's panel. He was, um, comics as sci-fi literature. Um, and, uh, it was the first time I met Mike, and so that was really cool. Um, he was really nice, and I hope we get to, you know, hang out. Especially since he only lives, like, an hour away from me. Um, and his wife's really cool, too, so she's listening. I really enjoyed meeting her as well. But, um, the panel was really interesting, except for there's a guy on it, and God, man, his, my, his name is slipping my brain right now. But anyway, he's one of the main writers for, novel, uh, for Marvel, and he's pretty much just created every freaking Marvel character with Stan Lee, and he's apparently awesome and really smart. He came off as kind of a douchebag. And I didn't know he was a writer for Marvel. And, like, the very first thing Mike Bailey said, like, he goes into this 20-minute tangent about how Mike Bailey's wrong. And my brain was like, man, I hate these kind of ner nerds. Like, the ones that think they know it all and they just talk to hear themselves talk and approve that they're smart and blah, blah, blah. And about halfway through the panel, I realized that he was one of the writers for Marvel and he had a right to... You know, sounds smart because he created half the shit. And Mike and I had a very good laugh about that. But it was a very interesting panel. Um, I wish it got more into the debates about how sci-fi can't should be comics should be considered sci-fi literature. It was pretty much just uh, the guy showing his dick offs, showing, "Hey, I know my shit." But I kind of wish it'd be like, because at the same time, like comics can be accepted as sci-fi literature, but then sci-fi literature sometimes isn't always accepted as being legit literature. So then are you saying that you want comics to be legit literature along with sci-fi literature? Or do you want it to... Comics just be... Why, and why does that have to be sci-fi literature? Why can't comics just be accepted as literature? I mean, look at Sandman. Look at Neil Gaiman. He won a famous uh, like literature prize. And as soon as they... Uh, 
and so many other authors were so upset and so mad that they changed the rules that year to where comics and graphic novels could not be put in as literature to win the prize. And I wish I could remember the exact prize. Uh, it's like this really like poet laureate, awesome prize of literature, and I can't remember it. If something like that can be accepted as literature, then why does it have to be sci-fi literature? Why can't it just be everything be literature? And that was kind of what I wanted to see more from that panel. But um, it was okay. It wasn't. I'm not saying it was a bad panel. So Mike, don't be like, oh, wah wah wah. It was actually a really good panel, and I really did enjoy it. So, and then I I didn't do much Saturday. Pretty much hung out with my friends. Um, Dragon Con's about the only time of the year I get to see some of my high school friends and like my college friends that have transferred to other colleges or graduated. So I, I spent most of the day just hanging out, and it was fun. One panel I wish I went to was um. The uh, Alternative Sexualities in, in Young Adult Literature, which I went to um, last year, and it was a very interesting panel, um, and it pretty much talked about gay themes in young adult literature, and I didn't get to go to it this year, but um, I suggest that you go. It's a very interesting panel. What else? Oh, so, my my fun story, though, of Saturday... I was I was pandering around the dealer's room and just looking around, and I came across this brand called Her Universe, and it's the first brand of Star Wars clothes for girls because there's just like no geeky, real geeky clothes for girls. And um, I was looking at shirts, and this girl walks up to me, and I was looking at her, and I knew she looked familiar. And I just couldn't put my finger on where, and, um, so she started helping me, and we were talking, she was helping me try on shirts, and then she said that she invented the brand, that it was entirely her line of clothes, and I was like, oh man, this is so cool, I really like this, this is a great idea, girls need nerd shirts, and then I was like, yeah, I need a, um, a nice Star Wars shirt to wear for the panel I'm on Monday, I'm on the Clone Wars panel, and she goes, oh, I'm on the Clone Wars panel too, and I was like, oh my god, that's so cool, what podcast are you with? Like, because I'm doing it because I'm with a podcast, and she goes, oh, I'm not a podcaster, I'm Ahsoka, and it's Ashley Eccleston, who does the voice of Ahsoka Tano from Clone Wars, and I just was starstruck because I, I adore Ahsoka, she's like my favorite character, or well, one of them, she's up there. And I just kind of had this moment where I was just kind of open my mouth, and I closed it again, and I just go... Oh, okay, cool, okay, well, I'm definitely buying a shirt now, because, and then we planned, she was super nice, because then we planned to wear the same shirt, and then we had girl moments, and we talked about clothes, and nerd stuff, and it was super fun, and she's really nice, and I'll get to more about her later. That was my fun story from Saturday. So I've been talking a minute, and so I'm going to take a break to take some water and stuff, take some water, oh yeah, I'm taking it. And so I'm going to put on a song, and I think I'm going to play Sweet Summer Day, since I mentioned it earlier. And it's the trailer music from the uh, for the second season of Italia. And as always, I don't own any of the songs. Please don't sue me. Uh, the song, as far as I know, belongs to Funimation, though I have no idea who actually wrote or sings the song. But it's really nice, so enjoy uh, Sweet Summer Day. Life's a little rough, you say. Time's a little tough. Well, okay. Listen to this. I really love that song. It's so pretty and so relaxing. So, yeah. 
Alright, moving on to Sunday. Sunday at Dragon Con was packed full of just stuff. Oh, I totally forgot something. Saturday night. I totally slipped my mind. I'm sorry. It's because it's Shag, and Shag's just so not important in my brain. But I got to meet Shag, which was really fun. And we went to something or other. I can't, can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, oh, I don't have it written down on my list of things because it was so impromptu. Shag was like, hey, come to this thing. And I was like, okay. And I showed up, and it was funny. And I remember that um, the guy who created Adventure Brothers was there, and Mystery Science Theater was there, and they were playing a game, and they were facing off, and it was really awesome. And it was funny. And Shag, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of it, but it was really cool. You should go, except for it was like five hours long, and there's no way I was going to sit there five hours. So yeah, I get to meet Shag. He was actually really nice, as much as you... He doesn't want you to believe he's actually really nice in person. He only pretends to be a douchebag in the internet world. Or maybe that's what he wants me to believe, and so the next time I meet him, when it's in a private location, he's going to kill me secretly and gain, after he's gained my trust. We'll see which one it is. But yeah, I got to meet Shag, and he was really nice. And so, Sunday. <laughs> Moving back to Sunday now. I went to a shit ton of panels. I, just looking at my list, I went to one, two, three, four, five, six panels, but I think I was, I crammed one in somewhere that's not on this list, and I don't know exactly where it is, because I don't see it, but, um, we'll just start from the top of my list. Uh, this isn't the order I went to them at, but this is just what I have right here in front of me. So first and foremost, I went to the Funimation sneak peek panel. And it was pretty much like the first Funimation panel, except for it had sneak peeks. <laughs> that we watched all the trailers again. Yeah, but pretty much it was fun because I got to see more anime people. And I got to see a sneak peek of Italia, which I had already seen. Because, you know, I, I love it. But I got to see a lot of sneak peeks for some upcoming uh, animes that actually looked really cool. Like, the guys who does Neon... Gen I can never say this. Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, is coming out with a new series, and it just actually looks really awesome. It's, it's pretty much the Born Identity, but with an anime, and it's just beautiful, and if you got it in Blu-ray, it would make your eyeballs bleed. Um, it's so saturated. Oh, so nice. It was so pretty. And I wish I could remember the name of it, but look it up. Uh, it, it's, it was just fun. And I won more stuff, which is always fun. Um, and then I went to the Doctor Who news series, um, which was talking all about the new Matt Smith series of Doctor Who. So pretty much our panel, uh, pretty much our podcast that we had was pretty much that panel, but crammed in an hour. So they didn't go episode by episode like we did. We actually, uh, they just pretty much took questions and talked about it. And it was really interesting. I actually recorded the whole thing. I think I missed the little parts here and there because I had to get up and move to a better spot because really tall people sat in front of me. But um, a lot of my DragonCon videos I've already started putting up, and I will be putting up more DragonCon videos, including this panel. And I actually did record the Funimation panel, so if you care, it's it's going to go up. So, And so the, uh, the Doctor Who theme was ran by, uh, panel was ran by the Atlanta Gallifreyans, so if you live in Atlanta... Go see the Atlanta Gallifreyans. They have once a month meetings. They're really awesome. They're really cool. And I wish I didn't have school or I'd go see them more. It was very interesting. And you can see it in the video when I put it up on my YouTube. Which I will post a link for in the show notes. Well, for my YouTube. And you can see other my videos. And then, oh my god, I have already posted this video. And it was the greatest event of DragonCon I've ever been to in the seven years I've been. I went... To race of the Tauntauns. So, Think Geek has this awesome sleeping bag, and it's a Tauntaun sleeping bag. And what it is, it's a Tauntaun. And then when you unzip it, and the zipper's a lifesaver. Oh, <laughs> get it? You open it, and the inside there are guts, and you sleep inside the Tauntaun. It's so cool. And so pretty much what they did is they had a sack race with Tauntaun sleeping bags. And it was so funny, and it was so exciting, and it was great. And it was nerd camaraderie. 
and I put the video on my YouTube, and it's great, because there was a guy dressed up as the 10th Doctor, and he was, uh, he was racing as a, as the 10th Doctor, and he was, he was in character the entire time, which just made it even better, and so as they were racing along, uh, the Doctor fell at the last moment, and, because he was, uh, in second place, and the Doctor fell, and this girl passed him, it was great! And finally, we think the race is over, and there's a little kid in a Tauntaun sleeping bag, and he had fallen behind everybody, and everybody cheered for this little kid to be, you know, just to get across the finish line and to finish, and it was awesome, and it made me so happy to be a nerd, and it made me love life and love being a nerd, and... Oh, it was just so much fun. So if you can go to Race of the Tauntauns, it's worth it. It's really short, man. Once the actual race starts, it lasts, like, literally two minutes. Uh, and it was just so, so much fun. And it was... I, I, I recorded it, and it's on my YouTube, so I'll post a link to that as well. So, moving on. <sighs> that was just... Ah, oh, yes. I went to go see the Phelps Twin Panels. Um, it hasn't been the, it wasn't the first time I've seen the Phelps Twins. Uh, the Phelps Twins, uh, play, uh, 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 the Weasley Twins in the movies, in the movies that I, I love, the Harry Potter movies. Haha! <laughs> See, recording podcasts at 3.45 a.m. is probably not the best idea. Anyway. Um, and it was just your normal panel. They took questions, they answered, it hasn't been the first time I saw them. Um, they are funny, so if you've never seen the Faust ones, I, and you want to, I'd go see them. They're really, really funny. And I kind of heckled them a little bit, because I went up there, and I asked them who they were cheering for in the World Cup, and of course they said, England. And I said, oh, so you're disappointed with their terrible performance this year. And they just both stood up, they're just like, hey! And they were just like, oh, and the entire crowd went, oh, and I was able to explain myself. The fact of is, I'm an England fan, too, and I was really disappointed in England's performance in the World Cup, because they rather put in their star money-making players, who are old, instead of their young, new, talented players, and that's why Germany kicked their ass, and, because Germany had an entirely young team of awesome, and... That's why Germany just obliterated them, and the U.S., you know, kind of just squeaked by them, and now I'm talking sports, and I'm talking sports to a bunch of nerds. And currently in my life, the Braves are in the playoffs, and they kill, they, uh, totally kick the crap out of the Padres, or not the Padres, the, um, the Giants tonight, so go Braves! Yeah! They're probably gonna lose soon, because that's their playoff. That's how they do in playoffs. Anyway, moving on. Um, so yeah, the Phelps Twins were really funny. If you want to see them, go see them. You can pretty much look up a ton of videos about panels of them and other conventions and blah blah blah. And finally, the two panels I went to in a row. And it was intense. Because it was like one sex right after another sex. So first and foremost, I went to Adult Themes in Star Wars, which I didn't... This, this was my first year going to it, and... My god, was it funny. I went with my friends Colin and Blaine, and they're just both really, really funny nerds. And then they both have these, like, really infectious laughs, so if once they start laughing, I start laughing, and then everybody around us start laughing, and everyone's laughing. It was a great, ridiculous panel. And I asked a question to play a Kill, Fuck, Mary with uh, Jar Jar Beaton. Uh, Bing's Job of the Hut and uh, whiny emo Anakin Skywalker, and everyone chose to marry Jar Jar Binks. It was weird. So yeah, people reply in the forms if you could kill fuck Mary, Jar Jar Binks, Job of the Hut, or or uh, what did I say emo Anakin Skywalker, where he's just like I hate you. Yeah, yeah. Um, who would you kill, who would you fuck, and who would you marry? Answer in the forums. I want to know. Uh, it was so just, it was ridiculous. I wish that, um, I went because Chris and Scott got weren't there. And I think they were actually on the panel last year. And I was going in their honor, and it was a damn good time. So if you like dirty things, and you like Star Wars, and you like to... 
have a, and you like having moments when you think, man, next time I watch that in the movies, all I'm just going to be thinking of is Big Alien Wang, and you need to get to that panel. And then right after it, my friends and I went hentai, where we ran into my friend Kate, who was dressed as the Joker, so the four of us was palling around for the rest of the night. And dub your own hentai, and hentai, if you don't know, is Japanese anime porn. And, um, afterwards, uh, it, you pretty much go and you dub your own. And, and while we were waiting, though, it filled up so fast that they had to have a second room for overflow, and they were going to add a second event, like, right after it. So we were stuck in the overflow room, and if we got, uh, if we left, we would totally lose our spots. So we couldn't even, like, leave to, like, go and get food. Like, we could get water and go to the bathroom, but that was it, and we were all starving. And so <laughs> it was ridiculously worth it, though, because waiting for we watched uh, AMV Health three, uh, Zero. No, it was zero divided by half or half divided by zero. Anyway, um, and AMV Health is this group uh, who does, um, takes anime music videos that are funny and just, like, splices them together to, like, a movie-long format. My favorite's AMV Hell 3. Even, because I like it because even if you don't watch anime, it's still funny to people and it's uh, accessible to them, while some of the other AMV Hells, you have to know the anime to get the joke. So, watch AMV Hell 3 if you don't know, but AMV Hell Zeros, all the zeros are their porn and gore, uh, AMV house, and so we're watching this, and just killing time, and finally we get a dub your own hentai, and it was amazing, it's so, like, even if you don't watch anime, you need to go to dub your own hentai, because nothing is better than someone doing the voice of Bill Clinton, someone doing the voice of Sean Connery, and someone doing the voice of Kermit the Frog, and then my friend Lucy is up there and doing an Irish accent, and them just, like, talking politics while the sex scene's going on, and then there's this girl doing sex sound noises going, ah, 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 in the background, while they're talking politics while trying to have sex and comparing penises to, like, political figures, and it's just, and the best, oh my god, there's this Forrest Gump guy, because he got up there and he was doing Forrest Gump, and in this anime, apparently this guy was sleeping with his mom, but she hangs herself. <laughs> and so, she, he dubbed it to where he walked up and was like, Mama, you always told me that Daddy was hung, but looks like that's you. And there was just silence. And then there was like a, just a just huge laughter, and it was so funny just to do dub your own hentai so really even if you don't like anime it's a really 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 good time oh go to dub your own hentai so we were there since we were in the second group we were there till like 3 30 in the morning it was re damn ridiculous so i had an overwhelm of sex from like 10 to 3 30 so me and my friends went and we got food and we went to bed so that was my sunday i cram packed just panels upon panels upon panels, and I think I even slipped in another panel there, but I just do not know where, and I'm staring at this list trying to remember where, and I don't. I'm sorry. So, yes. Oh, I think it's time for another break, because I need more water. Yes. Water would be good right now. Okay, so, what do I want you guys to listen to? You know, I think I might torture you a little bit. I'm going to let you listen to a cover song of Wham. We're going to listen to Careless Whisper by Seether. Because, okay, I'm sorry, I like the gritty throat. And I know it's not this, like, the George Michaels uh, saxophone doesn't have the wham, 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 with the the saxophone, but it's still really good. Shut up, I like it. And it's my podcast, damn it, so we're going to listen to Careless Whisper. Okay.
participated on and it was the Star Wars the Clone Wars panel and my friend Kate was there and Mike was there and it was super fun um, and I didn't realize that I, I thought it was just gonna be a few people talking and then like Ashley Eccleston would show up kind of like how the Clone Wars panel was last year which had a pan like five panelists and they talked about halfway through uh, one of the writers of Star Wars came up and I cannot ever remember his name because there's no vowels in it and it's unpronounceable I thought it was going to be sort of like that, so I walk in, and I walk to the front, 
And then people were like, oh, hi, you're here, so you're going to be the fan input. And I was like, the fan input? That makes me sound like there's only one of me up there. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be up with them. And I look over, and I see Ashley, and she's just like, hi. I see this guy. And he sort of looks like Boba Fett from the movies, from, like, the, from episodes one through three. And I stare at him, and then I realize it is Boba Fett from the movies. And he's really grown up. He's not, like, t- like two anymore. And he's really hot in person. And I was just like, oh, shit. I'm about to be on a panel with Boba Fett, Ahsoka Tano, and then there was a third guy, and I had to stare at him. And, like, one, I didn't recognize him at first, but once I introduced him, I was like, shit, son, that's Plo Kloon! That's Plo Kloon! He has the voice of Plo Kloon! Oh, my God! And, oh, I was trying not to fangasm right there in front of, like, an entire room full of people. And so it's Ashley, and then Plo Kloon, and then Boba Fett, and then me. And... Oh, it was nerve-wracking, but super fun. And Mike Bailey can can be my witness that Bubba Fett hit on me. Like, he kept kind of, you know, like when you drape your arm around the back of someone's chair, he kept draping his arm around me, and every time he laughed, he did that, like, whole, like, ha-ha-ha, and he'd just kind of, like, roll on me and, like, kind of nuzzle me, and I was just like, oh, my God! And, like, on the... On the exterior, I was very calm, but on the inside, I was a rabid fangirl screaming to the high mountains that I was being touched by Bubba Fett. And I love Bubba Fett. I really do. He's a great character. He's especially hilarious in the Real Life Chicken versions, which makes me not able to take him serious anymore in episodes four through six. But anyway, and it was really great because... Um, I got to learn a lot about the upcoming season and stuff, and they were really surprised by some of my fan input. Like I talked about um, how when I when I podcast, I like to podcast about social themes, and I brought up the fact that uh, the Ryloth episode one of my favorites because it's pretty much like Rwanda, and they had all three of them had this moment where they were just kind of like, "Huh, we're helping to bring social themes to kids. Awesome!" And well, in my mind, it was like that. But Mike might have a different story. The whole thing was kind of like a dream to me, so I'm sure if Mike sat down and told the story, he'd be like, yeah, Hope sounded like an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but it was really interesting, and then I, I kind of had the fandom, you know, side of it, so they were really surprised when we were talking about, uh, like, relationships of characters, and I looked at Ashley, I was like, so is anything going to happen between Captain Rex and Ahsoka? And she kind of looks and goes, why? I was like, well, pretty much, if there's a clone near Ahsoka, it's Captain Rex. They're pretty much always together. When they're working missions, they're always together. They're always standing by each other. They usually go to each other first. And I was just wondering if there was going to be anything between them. And she has this moment where she just kind of went quiet and she was like, oh my god, you're right! And it was just great, because everyone just was kind of like, oh, she's right. I was like, yes, fan fiction, fan fiction, come to me. Because I love Ahsoka Rex fan fiction. I'm actually considering writing my own. Don't judge me. So it was a really fun panel. My friend Kate, luckily, was able to take blurry pictures, so you can kind of make out it's me and kind of make out it's them, them. But I was really happy, because it's Bubba Fett. And Ashley and I really did end up wearing the same shirt, and it was great. I wish I was just more awake for it, because it was 10 a.m. The night before, I I went to bed at, like, 4, because of the sex, like, sex capade I had. And I had to also move out on my shit. But it was super fun. I was able to talk about Two True Freaks, hopefully picking up some other people. And then afterwards, me and Mike Bailey sat down, and we recorded a podcast together. About our Dragon Con experiences. So, if you would rather, I would probably say listen to that one. You might actually get a better story because it's fresher in my mind. Um, Dragon Con was officially over a month ago for me. I have it, it's not fresh on my mind anymore as it was then. So, whenever Mike Bailey puts that up, in fact, it might already be up. I don't know. It's been a little while since I've been able to look at podcasts. So, I'm sorry, I'm a slacker. 
hey, man, I've been in school and doing shows. So, yeah, so... Meh. <laughs> so, that was my Dragon Con experience. It was really fun. I highly suggest you go to Dragon Con if you can. Oh, so... Don't forget to be looking out for my Hitalia episodes, my Hitalia show coming up. Um, that's if, if Scott and Chris like it. I'm going to get it approved first, so it may happen. It may not happen, and if it doesn't happen, then you should go listen to Hitalia. Um, they're on the Hitalia Live Journal, so if you really like Hitalia, that's, they're, they're really cute girls. And they're starting up podcasts, so we should always, you know, support other podcasts, because, you know, we were all there at one point. Um, and don't forget to check out the Whomping Willows tour. It's Remember, it's for a really good cause. I, I almost cried in this podcast, not kidding over it. And, yes, go to Dragon Con. Save up your money now and get your hotel now. It's October, and I hear the Marriott's already sold out for next year. So go ahead and get your hotel now, guys. It's, it's ridiculous the Marriott's already sold out. It's just growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, that's another thing! I'm so sorry. I was about to sign off, but... DragonCon expanded to the fifth hotel this year. And I was astonished. Honestly, I remember when it was just three hotels, and just expanding to the Sheridan last year was a really big deal. Because now you had to, like, walk an extra block, and it was really crappy. But now, it just... The fact that we're all the way over in the West End, which is like three blocks away, it's it's big, guys. You need to start now looking into getting your hotel, getting your money together. I, and you don't even probably have to do your money. I would just focus on hotel right now. That's the important thing. Secure your hotel, and then do all the other crap. Then buy your pass. Then buy your food. But then buy your train, airfare, bus fare, car fare, horse fare. Just get to DragonCon, guys. Super fun. And you get to meet a lot of awesome people. So, this is Hope. Thank you for listening to Hope of All Trades. Um, I have no clue what my next episode's gonna be about. We'll see. It'll be fun. Um, I'll probably go back to my regular format that I wanted to do, you know, like a little bit of geeky news and have a topic and We'll see what I can scrounge up in the next two weeks. So, yeah. Alright, guys. Have an awesome day, night, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to. Have a happy time of day. And I am going to play you out with a song called Shoujo S by a group called Scandal. And this group is really awesome. They're this, there's these four girls. They're high school girls in Japan. And they're kind of like this catchy, poppy rock, schoolgirl band. They're really good, and they're really hot, and I would do them. So this is Sojo S. And you've been listening to me. I'm Hope Molinex, and you've been listening to Hope of All Trades. Thank you to True Freaked, as always, for letting me use your awesome channel to do whatever I, I want. I much appreciate it. So, oh, I, as always, I thank you guys. And don't forget, you can donate and have a show sponsored by Two True Freaks. Or you can sponsor Two True Freaks shows, and we would like your money. So, totally pitch in some money for us. Alright, I'm done selfishly boasting. And, not boasting. I'm not, I can't even talk anymore. It's 4am. Good night, guys! Bye!